So, I finally got round to reading The Power of Now. I have studiously avoided this text <laughs> since its publication in 1999. I think, I think it's because a part of me had made certain assumptions about this book. Let's call that part of my mind the intellectual snob. The intellectual snob had assumed that X, bestseller, I like to call him Eck, uh, sometimes I like to call him E.T. Anyway, the intellectual snob had assumed that X, bestseller, was nothing but minestrone soup. And how could it be a spiritual classic in such a short time? And who cared if Oprah herself was singing its praises? No, this phenomenon, as far as my intellectual snob of a mind was concerned, this phenomenon was nothing but excessively reheated minestrone soup. End of. And that's not good soup, by the way, uh, the excessively reheated minestrone soup. That's, that's soup made up of spiritual bits and bobs, cherry-picked from Eastern and Western traditions, and sort of strung together with a snappy bumper sticker slogan delivered in my audiobook format through Mr. T. Oh, I also call him Mr. T, yeah. Through Mr. T's faintly creepy vocalizations. The power of now. Yada, yada. Yawn. Forgive the tone of my intellectual snob, but... That's how they sound. And yet, and yet, like many things that our judgy minds tell us we should be scared of, this judgment on my mind's part was really just a bunch of tired teat bags, a sort of wet sock hanging on the line without its partner, because the power of now is actually something quite special. It's, it's modern and yet somehow timeless, distilling, as far as I can tell, the absolute essence of psycho-spiritual life wisdom, that sounds good, doesn't it, into a mere 192 pages. I really should be selling this book, shouldn't I? <laughs> it, doesn't need, it doesn't need me to sell it. Uh, but anyway, that's what it is. It's, it's just applied and applicable wisdom. And hey, that's pretty cool. It also manages to do this, I think, in a way that is somehow and somewhat accessible and also somewhat somehow relatable. And yet its greatest insights are all experiential, as all insights ultimately are, I think. Well, the, the good ones, the ones that actually give us something as opposed to, ah, oh, interesting, stroke chin, um, look into the far distance. Which is to say that instead of offering us a lot of mind gymnastics, a lot of scrabbling around in future or past selves, you know, it, it sort of says, well, maybe we can just find some peace and joy for ourselves right here and right now. Even the self that is maybe listening to this, my words um, being stuttered out or, or reading these words on a screen. That's, I think, the, the offer. Um, and the offer is also sort of, you know, wouldn't it be more pleasurable, interesting, maybe even more fun to just go straight for the good stuff in our lives? By, and to do that, we might need to climb or, or hike a certain rugged, but also pretty simple, to be honest. It's not the conceptually pretty simple and easy to follow route. And that route, fellow seeker, because anyone who comes to therapies has to be a seeker, right? I'm a seeker. Uh, it's a core part of my identity. Well, that route, fellow seeker, I guess, is the route that takes us to the place where we actually find something, find something better than, than what we've already got. And why else would you put in time, money, and your precious but often squandered attention into any venture if you weren't wanting to find something, something extraordinarily special and and even thrilling along the way.
Well, that's how it's felt for me. So, what does this 10-week journey entail? Well, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> because each of these 10-week journeys, with each person who has joined me on, on them so far, has created a number of convergent routes, but all of them unique to that individual and their concerns, and also the now in which we were doing those sessions, um, because everything affects that now, um, and, and also doesn't. So, I guess one form of convergence comes from this journey being essentially structured around um, Mr. T's text. And um, so each session will essentially follow uh, the chapter sequence in the book, and the rest of it will rely on our co-attunement to shifts and flows in the energy of ourselves and the sessions that we're sessioning. And no, I'm not sure what that means either, but I hope it sounds good. I think it sounds good. And it will undoubtedly feel good too, I promise. Or if it feels bad, we will find a way to help you feel that badness as much as needed and then let it go. All I can say is that your journey, our journey will be, if I have anything to do with it, uh, a, a warm and, and hopefully stimulating welcome into the art of being consciously human. And my understanding of this form of consciousness is simply our attempt, not always with great aplomb, to be the least insane and most enjoyable versions of our human animal selves that we can be. And also already are. Paradoxical, that one, isn't it? And better yet, on this route, you might even get a two for the price of one deal. For you may become enlightened. Cue enlightened new agey music. Although, because I'm an intellectual snob, I can't just have any enlightened New Agey music. I have to have Brian Eno's 61 Minutes uh, um, New Age, New Agey kind of music. Um, this one's, I think it's called Thursday Afternoon. It's nice, isn't it? Mmm, yes. And it's Brian Eno, so hey, you know, we have all the bases covered. So, yeah, the Enlightenment thing, well, uh, of course we'll, well, I don't know, maybe we will, maybe we won't, uh, but maybe we will discuss what that means for you at some point, just so that we can kind of aim you in the right direction. Um, but alternatively, you you may remain unenlightened, uh, which we find too. Um, yeah, I think so. You'll see. So, uh, I feel like I'm kind of just like rambling on here and not being uh, specific. So, let me be a bit more specific. So, <clears throat> the power of now, I think, uh, from how I've understood it, having read it, listened to it, devised this sort of thing around it, seems to be a kind of a manual, a, 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 a path for... I guess just being okay with yourself and the world. Being okay with yourself and the world. Are you okay with yourself and the world at the moment? If yes, you don't need this. You don't need the power of now. <laughs> Are you not okay with yourself and the world at the moment? Some version of that? Well, you might want to think about the power of now or some version of that. 
And I think when I say yourself, I mean any self and any world you happen to find yourself in, even one of your or, or my many interpersonal and existential hell realms, you know, anxiety, depression, substance abuse. Oh, I need Brian Eno back for this. Anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship and work stress, COVID, capitalism, animal extinction, human-animal extinction, all covered and accounted for by the power of now. The medicine only works, though, if we do more than just look, as in read the book or talk about it, which is why I'm offering us an opportunity in our sessions to, I don't know, kind of hear the now, live the now, uh, embody the now, speak from the heart in the now. I know it sounds all very namby-pamby and unspecific, but, but trust me, it will feel very real when we do it. And, and with the hope that, of course, all of this will echo back and forwards into your life, profoundly and undoubtedly into mine too. So at this point you might be going, okay, well, this sounds good, but uh, it also sounds a little bit like wacko jacko. So what if I start doing some sessions with you, Steve, and I just, after, like I don't know, three or four sessions or two or three sessions, I just can't stand this uh, stuff. Well, I would say if the process doesn't speak to you in the way we might like it to, if you don't get the joke, uh, because it's a joke, but a, like a really good one, um, then we can always just switch mainstream and uh, midstream even and mainstream. Yeah, I guess the power of now is kind of mainstream at this point with no disruptions to a more conventional kind of talking therapy, the kind of stuff we probably do on a week by week basis, which also is so meaningful and so, well, meaningful to me. I hope to you too. <laughs> um, so this could be an extra not that I'm trying to convince you to have more therapy, or maybe I am, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I think you'll know what's what by the second or the third session. I think, in fact, I'm kind of willing to put my money where my mouth is, you'll see. I think this course is the quickest route to okay or even good mental health, no matter what your presenting issue might be. And for this, I will, I will need to, we will need to tailor things for you to make sure that you get the most from this way of working. So what will this look like? Okay, let me give you the, the nitty-gritty. Well, an initial consultation in which we talk about some issues you'd like to work on in the next 10 weeks connected to your life, how you're living these issues at the moment in the very here and the very now. And then for the next 10 weeks, uh, the Power of Now participants, uh, otherwise known as POMPS, uh, P-O-N-P-S, uh, POMPS, uh, you and I, will read at home one chapter, about 15 pages of the book, um, time required, mm, half an hour tops, maybe a bit more if you're making notes. And then in the sessions to follow, or the session to follow, the reading of the 15 pages, you will probably do a little bit less or, or maybe even much less talking than you would normally do in a standard psychotherapy session because most of the work will be experiential, which is not to say there won't be any talking. And, and certainly there will be a good, a good amount of space, maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, at the end of the session to reflect on how the insights gained could be usefully mobilized in your here and now life as soon as you step back into it. Uh, and, then the, and then the follow-up from this will, I think, mainly occur through WhatsApp contact, consolidations, little, small little bits of to and fro between us before our next session. 
all the insights and life lessons you take away from you each week will be generated from your experience of the exercises. I think this is really, really important. This is not like a kind of, you know, this is not in any way a kind of you, you, you know, you have to take on board some kind of philosophy or it's really just a suck it and see type thing. You know, try it out. Does it feel good? Does it open up new options outside the talky-talky mind um, with all its talky-talky stuff? If so, great. If not, let's go back into the talky-talky mind because, hey, listen to this one. It loves to talk. So I'll just be there guiding and accompanying you on the journey, a kind of, I don't know, sort of Sherpa. I like that. I might even wear a kind of a Sherpa outfit. Uh, a Sherpa <laughs> to your daring explorer. And and that's the fun of it. Yeah, that's the fun. On top of everything, uh, you might want to get out of these sessions. One explicit goal I would also be carrying, because I'm the Sherpa, right? I'm the guy who carries this stuff, will be to focus on transforming the relationship you have with yourself or your yourselves to the world uh, and now, at the moment, uh, and and also maybe in the future, and in the self, and in the past, because of, because as we know, in the our mind ex- exists mainly in the future, mainly in the past, which is half the problem, really, that it's in the future, in the past, and never actually getting anything good out of where we actually are, which is hello, right here. Um, also, what else? I don't know, sex, death, money, some other flavored similarly flavored pot noodles but 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 it's not going to be philosophical ramen it really isn't and and i was actually quite surprised because i was expecting philosophical ramen when i read the power of now and it's it's not philosophical ramen um but rather you know it seems to be well it is it has this focus on very real very here very now very uh practical without having to sit and meditate for I don't know, every day for 40 minutes. Um, very practical ways of enjoying and savoring the journey of your life, the experience of your life a little bit more or even a great deal more. That that would be the hope. And here's the putting my money where my mouth is um, uh, space. Because if you don't <laughs> experience, I would say, measurable clarity, peace, and a renewed sense of joy after taking a punt on pont. Did you see what I did there? Punt on pont. Pont, power of now therapy. I know, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, if you don't, after taking a punt on pont, no? If you don't experience measurable clarity, peace, and a renewed sense of joy after taking a punt on pont, it's getting worse every time, isn't it? Whichever session you decide to stop on, uh, the last one after that, right, so if you say stop on session three or session four, you don't make it all the way through to session 10 where you become enlightened and kind of just float off into the, into the, into the, into something. Um, if you, if that, I, I'm not giving you money back if you don't become enlightened because that's, that's on you. Um, but if you decide to stop at any point, uh, then the session after that, just to round things off, you know, just to take some learnings from that. Uh, that session is on me. You don't have to pay me a penny for that one. Uh, because that would also really be great feedback in terms of how things have not worked and also how we might take some of this, but not all of this, or none of this, back into the talky-talky stuff we do um, so enjoyably and so and with such interest and, and yeah, and hopefully usefulness as well um, going forwards. 
So think it over, think it under, as Winnie the Pooh might say. I don't know, Winnie the Pooh feels quite important to this journey, although not in any way included in uh, Mr. T's original text. Um, but uh, there's a good amount of Winnie the Pooh in, in my Power of Now uh, take on things. So yeah, have a think about it. And uh, if in any way you kind of go, oh, this sounds sort of interesting, then uh, let's talk some more. And of course, as ever, words can't ever really convey feelings. So take it away, Freddie. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive And the world I'll turn it inside out yeah. I'm floating around In ecstasy So don't stop me now Don't stop me Cause I'm having a good time Having a good time Leaping through the sky like a tiger, defying the laws of gravity. I'm a racing car passing by like Lady Godiva. I'm gonna go, 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 go. There's no stopping me. I'm burning through the sky. Ready to reload Like an automobile I'm gonna whoa, whoa 